1: this is the conference operator. Welcome to Great Panther Mining's third quarter 2021 financial results conference call. As a reminder, all participants are in listen only mode and the conference is being recorded. After the presentation, there'll be an opportunity to ask questions. To join the question queue, you may press star then one on your telephone keypad. Should you need assistance during the conference call, you may signal an operator by pressing star and zero. I would now like to turn the conference over to Fiona Grant-Legge, Vice President, Investor Relations. Please go ahead.
0: Thank you, Operator. Good morning, everyone. I'm Fiona Grant-Legge. Thank you for participating in our call today. Before we begin, please note that we will be making forward-looking statements during the presentation. You should be cautioned that actual results and future events may differ from those noted today. The commentary also refers to various non-GAAP measures, definitions, and reconciliations that are included in the company's MD&A for the three and nine months ended September 30, 2021. All dollar amounts expressed in this presentation and the associated financial statements and MD&A are in US dollars unless otherwise noted. For reference during the call, ASIC refers to all in sustaining costs. Detailed cautionary statements can be found at the end of the presentation. For today's call, please refer to the Q3 2021 financial results news release issued yesterday and the accompanying financial statements and MD&A, which are posted on our website and have been filed on SEDAR and EDGAR. This conference call is being recorded and will be available for replay later today. Replay information and the presentation slides accompanying this conference call and webcast will be available on our website. On the call this morning, we have Rob Henderson, President and CEO, Sandra Daycock, Chief Financial Officer, and Fernando Cornejo, Chief Operating Officer.
2: Thank you, Fiona, and thank you everyone for dialing in today. On today's call, we will walk you through our third quarter production and financial results, as well as spend some time discussing our plan to address the challenges we have in our operations. We'll provide some revised 2021 guidance and some preliminary forward-looking guidance for 2022 to give you a clear picture of the company's outlook. Our Tucano gold mine in Brazil has optionality that affords us the opportunity to ship gears and source production from multiple other open pits, plus a high-grade underground reserve. The high geological prospectivity of the region also underpins the long-term value of Tucano as we continue to invest in the regional exploration targets. The land package and the potential for a second or even third mine is where the long-term value exists for Great Panther and shareholders. Q3 was undoubtedly a challenging quarter. At Tucano, poor mine fleet availability related to maintenance and supply issues led to lower tonnage being mined, and a delay in the completion of the Urukum Central South or UCS PIT pushback activities. In Mexico, the implementation of new labor laws led to temporary staff shortages, resulting in delays in tonnage mined. In addition, production at the GMC mine uh, was primarily from historically mined areas and actual tonnages available were lower than estimated. And as a result, our consolidated metal production was 22,444 gold equivalent ounces, um, which included 18,423 ounces of gold and 280,245 ounces of silver. As we reported in the second quarter, the UCS pushback activities were expected to continue into the third quarter. Therefore, lower grade ore was mined from the Oracle North pit, and it was supplemented by stockpile, resulting in lower average grades in the mill. And this resulted in an increase in our unit costs. Lower metal sales volumes and lower prices for all metals resulted in a revenue of 38.4 million, a mine operating loss of 7.1 million, and a net loss of 18 million. We ended the quarter with $35.9 million in cash and cash equivalents. Turning our focus now to events subsequent to quarter end, we made the difficult decision to put the Wanawata mine and the Kata Processing Plant on care and maintenance at the end of November. This course of action was necessary given the uncertainty related to the permitting required to expand the tailings storage facilities at our Kata plant. We intend to operate the higher grade San Ignacio mine, and we're exploring alternative arrangements for the mine, including third-party processing of ore. In mid-October, following a review of ongoing monitoring of the UCS pit, we were advised by Tucano's Geotechnical Committee that additional remediation work would be required to improve safety factors. And we've decided to postpone this work to mid-2022 so that this remediation can be done more effectively following the rainy season. And now we turn our attention to optimize the mine plan to manage cash flow and safeguard strong production for next year. Limited mining of ore has been authorized in the southern portion of the UCS pit, so we will continue mining there until the end of this year. It's important to note that UCS is just one of many pits at Tucano. The contained answers are relatively low, and it is not the driver of future growth for the mine. We have a total of seven pits at Tucana, including TAP-AB, which accounts for the majority of our current reserves. We're doing the work to adapt the mine plan, looking at how much we'll be able to mine from UCS, how soon we can deploy the fleet to TAP-AB, and how to make the best use of our resources to optimize production next year. Initial engineering designs indicate that our production will be weighted to the back half of 2022. The first half will see production continue from Orocom North and TAP-C, while we invest in the stripping of TAP-AB. And we're looking at how that stripping can be accelerated to bring TAP-AB on stream sooner. In the first half of 2022, we plan to complete the work necessary to accelerate our plans to bring on the Urukum North underground project into production, where we have roughly 288,000 ounces of reserves. With approval expected in Q2, production could come on stream as early as Q4 next year. We also plan to continue investing to secure future production from Tucano um, by a continued regional exploration. Our Tucano exploration budget for 2022 is planned to be roughly in the same order of magnitude as it was this year. However, we'll be undertaking the majority of this work in the second half of 2022 when we expect stronger operating cash flow. I'll now pass it over to Fernando Conejo, our chief operating officer, to discuss results from our operations. Thank you, Rob, and good
3: morning, everyone. Focusing first uh, on Tucano. Gold production for the quarter was 16,325 ounces, compared to the 31,803 ounces in Q3 2020. Average gold recovery was 88.8% as a consequence of lower gold rates at 0.64 grams per ton. The decrease in production was mostly related to low ounces mine in the Urukum Central South pit which was affected by low fleet availability, geotechnical restrictions due to wall movement, and higher than anticipated rain levels. Low fleet availability also affected mining rates in other pits such as TAP AV and Urukum North. During the quarter, lower grade ore from the stockpiles supplemented fresh rum from the Urukum Central South and Urukum North pits. Despite the high planned throughput, lower feed grades and lower metal recoveries resulted in an increased ASIC with an average of $2,051 ounce, uh, dollars per ounce compared with the uh, $1,061 per ounce in Q3
2: 2020.
3: As Rob uh, mentioned earlier, the Tucano Geotechnical Committee advised that an additional pushback will be required to improve safety factors in the north-central portion of the pit. At the same time, the committee, after a site visit and evaluation of the overall situation from the ground, authorized the company to continue mining in the southern portion of the pit, which remains stable as per radar monitoring. The company has decided to defer additional pushback activities until mid 2022, right after the rainy season. This to ensure safe conditions for our workers, and also to ramp down mining activities in the southern portion of the pit by the end of December. As a reference, the the rainy season in that part of Brazil typically runs from January for about six months. The geotechnical analysis and modeling is still ongoing. Therefore, we do not know yet the size of this pushback. More information will be provided once we know more. On the exploration front, we saw some very uh, promising results in Q3. We completed a total of uh, 15,000 meters of drilling, both in the open pits and the underground. The underground drilling program, which started in late 2020, continued throughout Q3. We are fast-tracking studies for this development to support a startup decision in late 2022. The project is ambition as a 40,000 to 50,000-ounce-per-year underground mine planned to extract ore from below the current Urukum North open pit. Moving on to uh, Tapsi, the resource replacement and expansion drilling conducted in this pit has demonstrated continuity of mineralization. In regards of the regional exploration of our nearly 2,000-square-kilometer land package this year we started with extensive soil sampling campaign and a mapping program over high potential exploration corridors, which were defined last year. As results are received, drill targets are being defined with this, within these corridors. The regional exploration program focuses on the identification and fast tracking of gold targets within a 20 kilometer radius of the mine that could be exploited by open pit methods and processed by the Tucano plant. The Mutum trend is the first of eight high priority exploration targets being evaluated with multi element soil geochemistry. Q3 exploration results have shown that Mutum has a continuous 3.8 kilometer long elevated gold trend. Drill testing is planned to commence this month and continue into 2022. At the Guanajuato Complex in Mexico, a total of 278,000 silver equivalent ounces were produced with silver recoveries averaging 87.1% and average silver grades of around 240 grams per ton. Gold recoveries weighed 86.4% and average gold grades were grams per ton. Production was decreased by around 17% due to lower throughput and lower silver grades. The lower throughput was mainly related to the implementation of new labor laws in Mexico, which led to labor shortages at the mine. This was also paired with lower than estimated production from historically mined areas. As a result of this lower production, the ASIC was $46.9 per ounce of silver compared to the 18.8 in Q3 2020. As Rob noted earlier, the company has made the difficult decision to put the Guanajuato mine and the Cada processing plan on carrying maintenance at the end of this month. At Topia, total production was 242,000 silver equivalent ounces A decrease of 37%, mostly related to lower throughput and lower grades in gold, lead, and zinc. The lower throughput was related to the implementation of new labor laws in Mexico, very similar to GMC. The average grades in Q3 were around 373 grams per ton silver, 0.64 grams per ton gold, along with byproducts of lead and zinc. Metal recoveries were 93.7% silver, 72.2% for gold. At Coricancha in Peru, a 5,000-meter drill program commenced in July, focusing on the Escondida, Wellington, and Constancia Bains. The drilling program was completed in late October, with final assays to be received by the end of this year. I will now turn the call to Sandra Daycock, CFO, to discuss our financial results.
4: Thank you, Fernando. In the third quarter, revenue was $38.4 million, a decrease of 50% over Q3 2020 due to lower metal sales volumes and lower metals prices of $1,780 per ounce for gold and $22.79 per ounce for silver. The mine operating loss before non-cash items was $7.1 million versus mine operating earnings of $31.9 million in Q3 2020. Consolidated ASIC per gold ounce sold, excluding corporate G&A, was $2,247 compared with $1,023, primarily due to lower production attributed to lower grades and recoveries, which resulted in an increase in cost per gold ounce sold. As of July 1, 2021, the company ceased the capitalization of mining costs for the Uricum Open Pits, as all mining costs, including the pushback, will be expensed for the remainder of the pit life. Please note that this will result in higher cash costs reported for those PITs going forward. The net loss in Q3 2021 was $18 million, compared with net income of $18.6 million in Q3 2020. Adjusted EBITDA was negative $8.8 million, compared with $34.9 million, and cash flow from operating activities before changes in non-cash working capital was negative $8.7 million, compared with $26.2 million in Q3 2020. This decrease is due primarily to lower gold ounces sold, lower realized gold and silver prices, and higher cash costs stemming from the factors described previously. We ended the quarter with cash and cash equivalents of $35.9 million, net working capital of $3.8 million, and $33.7 million of current borrowings. We secured new 18-month credit facilities with Asahi and Samsung and re-established a $25 million at-the-market facility to underpin the company's working capital position and to execute on growth objectives. Due to the Q3 production disruptions in Tucano, we have revised our 2021 production guidance for Tucano to between 74,000 and 84,000 gold ounces and consolidated production guidance to a range of 94,000 to 109,000 gold equivalent ounces. Please note that there was an inconsistency in the text of our news release that stated Takano guidance as ranging from 70,000 to 80,000 gold ounces, although the table provided contained the correct information, as does the company's MD&A. Consolidated ASIC guidance for 2021 has been increased to a range of $1,950 to $2,050 per gold ounce sold. Looking forward to next year, our preliminary mine plans for 2022 include production of up to 100,000 ounces from Tucano, approximately 75% of which would be delivered in the second half of the year when the Tape B pit accelerates mining of ore. As we head into 2022, we are cognizant of the need to judiciously manage the capital, and we are reviewing a number of potential avenues to set ourselves up for growth in the new year. We have necessary development costs in the first half of the year that will underpin strong cash flow in the second half, and we are managing capital accordingly. We are also executing on global cost cutting initiatives, managing controllable costs, and prioritizing capital programs. Overall, we expect production to be healthy in 2022. Thank you. That's all we have for formal remarks. I will now turn it back to the operator for Q&A.
1: Thank you. We will now begin the question and answer session To join the question queue, you may press star, then one on your telephone keypad. You will hear a tone acknowledging your request. If you are using a speakerphone, please pick up your handset before pressing any keys. To withdraw your question, please press star, then two. The first question comes from Jake Sikelski with Alliance Global Partners.
5: Please go ahead.
6: Hey, team, Thanks for taking my questions. So, Jake, just starting with with UCS, I mean, I know you talked about deferring some of the pushback activities to the middle of next year. Um, are you able to provide any additional color on the number of ounces remaining there? I, I guess I'm just wondering if there's been any thought um, given to fully transitioning away from UCS altogether and, and moving on to the other pits.
2: Certainly. Um it- so you know in our in our forty three one oh one we don't give a detailed breakout but we do give some analysis of what you know the, the pits look like and there's probably about six months of production left in UCS. So, you know, in the order of fifty thousand ounces. So you know UCS it it's high grade. Um we are mining it right now, but it it's you know it's it's not the future of Tucano. Um TAP A B has you know over 100,000 ounces, for instance. So we do need to move on from UCS and and start extracting the gold from, you know, the multiple other pits that are available to us.
6: Okay, that's helpful. And then in that vein with with TAP-AB, I mean, obviously it's gonna account for the majority of of production in the second half of next year. it might be a bit early, but do you guys have any indications on, you know, sort of the development and stripping costs that we might see there in, in the first half next year? Um, yeah, we're still doing our budgets, but you know, Fernando, maybe you can
2: give a bit more color on, you know, the, the nature of tap yeah. AB and its, its, its stripping requirements. <clears throat> uh, absolutely. Uh, t- tap A B is, is conventionally known as, as
3: cheaper mining uh, because it's soft material, uh, easy, easy mining, almost free digging. And uh, it's is, is much, much closer to the plant, the, the crushing uh, portion of the plant. So uh, in terms of cost, we're anticipating that AB uh, will be much cheaper than uh, obviously Urukum, which is located six and a half kilometers away from the plant.
6: Okay, that's helpful. Um, and then just lastly, on the underground scenario, um, you may have hit on this, If I missed it, I apologize. Should we still expect uh, a, a formal study there over the next quarter or so. Cause I know you guys kind of mentioned you, you might make a, a development decision later in the year uh on that front.
2: Yeah, so the, you know we're we're doing work on that study as, as we speak. Um we're continuing to drill the zone to to you know extend it and to confirm you know the, the continuity of of the higher grade portion. So yeah, we would look at getting that um result out in the middle of next year. Um we would then you know go to the board for approval to to spend the capital which is in the order of you know 10 to 15 million dollars. and the the mineralization you know it's, it's vertical banded ironstone formation that continues you know just right on from the bottom of the north pit so we'd be into um the mineralization pretty quickly so if we get a Q2 decision we we could see you know gold coming into the plant as as early as the end of next year
6: Got it. Okay. That's all on my end. Thanks again. Thank you, Jake.
1: The next question comes from Heiko Ely with H.C. Wainwright. Please go ahead.
7: Hey there. Thanks for taking my questions. Good morning, Heiko. Morning. Uh, with the tailing dam permit at Guanajuato, can you provide some color about the terms, trucking distances, and just more clarity with the associated costs for the alternative arrangements that you're uh, currently looking into?
2: Yeah. So you know, the, you know as you know, our, our tailings facility is is reaching capacity. So you know, without a permit for our mill we're looking at our you know our, our two neighboring mines <clears throat> to see if they have capacity and they've indicated they have. So you know the um San Ignacio mine is right next door to the Bolonitos, so I mean, trucking distance is, is very short. Um on the other side of town with um the El Cubo mine, the trucking distance is in the order of fifteen kilometers. So it's it's something that we're doing right now we're, we're trucking our uh san ignacio ore to the kada plant and you know it's it's an established process so you know, we're pretty confident that san ignacio has good grades and we we can um, come to some agreement with with our our neighboring mines for a, a ore processing agreement <laughs>
7: yeah okay um and, and then just Thinking out loud here, your outlook for the second half of next year, Tucano is actually pretty good, again, for the second half, uh, though below what we had the mine model previously for the full year, given the issues that you're faced in the first half of the year. Building on all that, extrapolating out the 75% of the 100,000 ounces to the second half, you're looking at an average of 37,500 per quarter, and we're back on track to at least where our model was today. Um, with all that said, two questions: Should we model out the second half of 2022 and just sort of keep that figure constant going forward thereafter? And also, I assume the answer is yes, but I just want to double check. Uh, given that Tap AB is, is is that a gradual ramp up, or should we expect Q1 and Q2 to be more or less the same before it jumps up as this is all done?
2: Yeah, all, all very good questions. The, the yeah, so Tap A B, um, you know, it, it's it's a pretty big pitch. It's been previously mined. We're we're currently doing a pushback on, on the on the next phase right now. So we do get a steady release of gold and that release, you know, does occur in Q one and Q two. We do get some production from tap A B, but it accelerates in uh, in Q three and carries on into Q four and and indeed on to um twenty twenty three. So, you know, we we are we do see that, you know, Tucano is a one hundred thousand ounce a year open pit producer. Um that's what we're looking at next year and that's what we're looking at at, at twenty twenty three. But yeah, we've we've got to get into tap A B and remove a bunch of that, you know, that soft waste material before we get into the the richer ore benches, which which released um, the gold into the mill. So yeah, TAP-AB is a steady ramp up into Q3, and then it's it's sustained into um, 2023.
7: Perfect, thank you.
1: The next question comes from Joseph Rieger with Roth Capital Partners. Please go ahead.
8: Hey guys, thanks for taking the questions. Um following a bit on one of Heiko's questions, GMC, um uh, what can we expect on a throughput basis from saying NASIO if you do sign one of these offtake agreements or uh toll milling agreements?
2: Um you know, it's obviously it's going to be um contingent on, you know, what the neighboring mills can receive. Um I think, you know, right now the San Ignacio um, mine is 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 you know the main contributor to our production at GMC, so we would you know, expect that to continue. Um, the Carter mine has not provided much or to the to the mill you know in, in this last year. So, GMC's production this year has predominantly been from San Ignacio. So you know that level, we would hope to continue that next year. Obviously dependent on the ability of the um, the oil processing agreement. So that, that's still TBD.
8: Okay, fair enough. And then, um, you know, just kind of following on a bit of the other guy's questions on Takano, uh, we're just trying to model this out from a cash flow standpoint. Um, do you think you're going to need some form of additional capital in order to fund everything given the low production rates in the first half of the next year? And, you know, would your preference be, you know, another forward gold sale, uh, you know, uh, some kind of debt facility or equity if you had to do something? I think uh, our
2: balance sheet right now, we've got $36 million in cash, $44 million in debt. And, you know, Sandra is obviously looking at some financing alternatives to us, so maybe she can give some more color on that. <laughs> sure. Um, and
4: uh, I'd say yes. I mean, we, we recently um, – we have cash on hand, as, as I just mentioned. Um, we recently reestablished uh, our $25 million ATM facility, um, which we can look to use to supplement our, our working capital needs. We are looking at all options uh we haven't made a decision at this point on on any future financing but uh so we don't have a preference um to answer your question um but we do have a number of opportunities we're exploring okay and then
8: you know uh, maybe bigger picture rob you know the the thought with ticano um is that there's a lot of uh, potential not only in the existing pits um and in the underground, but also in the region. Is there any opportunity to, to bring in a, a neighboring project, um, you know, to kind of accelerate, you know, your movement away from UCS?
2: Yeah, the, you know, our, our, tenement at Ticano is, is big. It's, it's 90 kilometers by 30 kilometers. So it's, it's a massive, massive area. Um, to the south of us, we do have a an iron ore mine that 's getting looking at being reactivated, so um, the old iron ore mine look might come onto production again in in a, in in a few years. but you know I think our attention right now is to drill the greenstone anomalies that we have in the region so we 've identified. Three or four very high prospective targets. We've done over you know 500 kilometer <clears throat> of soil sampling. We've identified Mutum as the highest priority project, and we're drilling that you know, as we speak. And we have two others um, to the north of the, the mine, which mm-hmm. are all within trucking distance of the mill. So the thinking is that you know this district does have additional potential. And we do need to um, get into the um, the region. Um, the underground, you know, of course, is is also you know a high priority. So, underground, we do have we've got the identified underground at Orkham North, and we're and we're pushing hard on that one. But again, this is a banded iron formation vertical, and there are underground opportunities you know below all of our pits. So we've got to examine those as well.
8: Okay. Fair enough. I'll turn it over.
1: Once again, if you have a question, please press star, then one. The next question comes from Matthew O'Keefe with Cantor Fitzgerald. Please go ahead.
9: Thanks, Operator. Uh, Thanks for taking my call. Uh, Just a question here going back to to So. I understand your. so you've got, you you source from several pits. How much now is coming from various pits and um, tap AB seems to be kind of on deck to be uh, the big provider next year. Um, What's the, uh, what's the cost of the, of the pushback there? And what kind of grades are you expecting to get out of tap AB? So,
2: Yeah. Tap A B is is kind of our, our, our second highest grade. The highest grade we have right now is um <clears throat> Central South. Tap A B is the next highest and it runs at around about one point seven gram a ton. Um in terms of quantity material, um Fernando you got some colour on that? <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Uh, um, for next year, we're anticipating around
3: um, eight uh, to nine million tons coming from uh, AB One uh, um, as we start being in tour. So th- this is why it's taking around uh, um, uh, four to five months to get that uh, stripping done.
9: For okay, and what's what's the cost of the stripping there? You mentioned it was pretty soft material, so
3: it's softer material. So uh, with with the rates we manage right now, is probably below 10 reais per ton.
9: Okay, <laughs> but I don't know how many tons you're going to move. So, like, I'm just kind of trying to understand what kind of money has to be, uh, you know, uh, invested here, capitalized here to to get into it. That,
3: that, that's that's what I said. Between eight to nine million tons that we need to strip or we can oh, start producing. Oh, I see. I see. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Eight, oh, okay. A- A- apologies if. It- <laughs>
9: No, that's fine. Yeah. That was me. Uh okay, great. And then um uh so we, we and and are the, is that gonna be that's not your sole source of our right? Sounds like you're still taking some from UCS and and from um other other pits. But the yeah, majority we're, is yeah.
3: We're, we're scheduling uh uh ore coming from Urukum North still. Um we have Tapsi uh going live uh um in Q one Q two. And uh um we are uh, um, basically uh, moving ourselves to start uh, with the stripping in Urukum Central South by late June uh, um, next year, and in parallel we will do stripping on Navy
9: One. Okay, okay, and and when I look at the guidance for next year uh, for Tucano, obviously, like you say, it's it's heavily weighted to the second half. Um, so does that suggest that we're we're looking at? Similar to lower grades uh, being produced um, in the first half than we we saw this, like I think it was 0.64 this quarter, 0.64 grams per ton to the mill, I think. So are we going to be seeing similar to lower grades in the first half, and does that also suggest your stockpile is, is largely done?
3: It, lower grades uh, will, will continue uh, in Q1. As we move into Q2, uh, uh, they are going to start uh, improving because of TAPC and uh, uh, some initial ore coming from maybe one in Urukum North. Um, but in terms of the stockpiles, um, yes, we're, we're starting to run uh, a little bit lower on those. Um, but this uh, portion uh, uh, of the Central South that we're still mining, um, which is the Southern portion of the pit, is gonna help us to preserve some stockpile uh, uh, for Q one and, and Q two.
9: Okay. Okay, thanks. And then just if I can ask one more question. Uh, thanks for your patience. Uh on the exploration front, um so there's been a lot of drilling, a lot going on. Um we you know um you know there's just several pits here that we've been mining over the year. Are we gonna when do we expect a resource update? Uh I I, I forget when you normally do that, but when should we expect a resource update and and what kind of granularity will we see in it? Will we get kind of um, update pit by pit or, or, or if sort of just sort of a global type number?
2: Yeah, I think the, the, the update is probably going to happen, you know, early next year. Um, it, and it, we – the the update will be very similar to the one we, we uh, released um, a year ago. So it does give details for all the pits. Um, it oh, gives all, yeah. all the analysis there. So it will be an update of, of what we currently have right now. But, yeah, it's probably going to come out in um, early next year.
9: Right. But, but it should include some of the results from the the extensive drilling you've done this year too, correct?
2: Absolutely, yes. Mm.
9: Okay. Okay, so... That's great. Um, okay, that's it for me. I'll, I'll leave it there. Thanks. Thank
2: you.
1: This concludes the question and answer session. I would like to turn the conference back over to Rob Henderson for any closing remarks.
2: Thank you, operator. Uh, we know it's been a difficult year, and we're fortunate to be able to adapt through resequencing of the t- Tucana mine design in order to tap into gold production from our numerous other pits and our underground opportunities. We are expecting a good year in 2022 from a total production perspective, uh, production that will be back in weighted. And therefore we have to be prudent about our, our capital spending to navigate through the first half of the year. And we are doing just that through a number of initiatives aimed at preserving capital, efficiently deploying resources and securing financing. I am a gold bull and I believe in the strength of the gold price moving forward. It's why I joined Great Panther and why I believe we have a solid future. We're fully leveraged to the gold price, which given inflationary pressures across the globe, should result in value creation for all stakeholders. We have a a large land package with district stale potential, a differentiating factor that offers us significant upside and we have the team to execute on our growth objectives with acquisitions as an integral part of our strategy to grow into an intermediate gold producer. On behalf of everyone here at Great Panther, we thank you for your support and look forward to sharing our progress with you in the next quarter. Thank you for your time today.
1: This concludes today's conference call. You may disconnect your lines